Wait, what? Wait, what? We're on. That took a little bit. Yeah, I was not logged in like I thought I was. Oh, I, I was like, oh my god, am I gonna have to resend it? Is everything wrong? Is that... Okay. What? Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you. Great. All right, because my cat chewed up the headphones. <laughs> so, fingers crossed, we don't have any issues. <laughs> I came home and they were not in the condition that I had left them the last time I used them. <laughs> cat yes. was just like, Yeah, I know it what is. you got. Yeah, cat was like, I know what you got planned tonight. To the hell you do. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy New Year's to you. Happy New Year's Eve. It is the close uh, of 2022. I've got the roomies and a couple others in the living partying. I might have been drinking a little bit, and I'm excited Uh to get back to that. But right now, I'm on this, and I'm happy to be doing this with you. I'm excited. But just know that I am a little inebriated. Uh Uh-oh. How <laughs> you just got home from work, like baby? It's called chugging because at least an at minimum an hour to anywhere from an hour to an hour and oh thirty of the party. So I had to make sure addition once I rejoined the party. Oh my goodness, that's not how that's supposed to work. But okay, <laughs> we're gonna have a good pod. Relax. Okay, no, I'm relaxed. <laughs> we're gonna have a great pod. Uh, you know, full disclosure time of recording. It is New Year's Eve, folks. We're on the countdown clock to 2023. And so we're getting this one in here just before the stroke of midnight. It's late night. Damien had to work tonight. I was piddling around. And uh, just before we came on, I was making my last minute liquor run so that as soon as we get off of this podcast, I can go get in Damien's condition. See, I think we're both ready to do that. So let's let's do this thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll we'll see. We'll see. I'm I'm excited about our guest. We have a guest who has been wanting to do like the year end, the the season end. Um, uh, yeah. So does he have like a whole thing planned for us or something that I don't know about? Is this is there some like little uh, seg she's been working with under the wraps or something? Maybe she's talking about she's um, she's taking notes and everything. And oh, wow. uh, there there are a lot of episodes. I know when we so originally when we decided to do this whole podcast, we were thinking, you know, just like with people, it was going to be a 10 episode season. And then we got to 10 and it just didn't feel like, you know, that was the end. This is just <laughs> I've been putting these as season two since episode 20. I figured 20 episodes, a quote unquote season, which really just helps me organize things better. But yeah, so we're on season two. <laughs> what? Garbage, trash. The way I, yeah. So like if we're on episode 26, it's basically season two, episode six. You see what I'm saying? Ah, uh, boo. Why no, because you, you have to, to end the season. You have to like in the season like i feel like tonight's episode <laughs> be the end of a season well what's funny is actually i don't remember sorry <laughs> i was just gonna say because we're gonna like the point of this show of today's show is to kind of recap all of 2022 agreed 
but a season is more like i don't know a season as far as like as far as like just the way i do it on spotify just helps keep things more organized for our listeners because if you get any like first time listeners and they go to click on us let's say we're on episode 500 i don't know i'm just throwing a number right they would have to scroll all the way down to get to episode one but if you season it when they go to look us up they can just click season one and they'll have every episode i've listed as season one so it makes it easier for new listeners to be able to like get to know the show let them scroll (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh so disclosure disclosure full disclosure there's a lot more people on the wi-fi than normal so i hope i don't sound too robotic you're coming in robotic a lot more than normal i think it's my wi-fi hopefully it transports out to our listeners better um but a lot of the times I'll hear it and it sounds so robotic and when I re-listen it and it's fine. So I'm not too concerned. Yeah. You always say that, you know, you, you because it's bad. Over, it's like really over bad the course sometimes. of the course of the, this whole thing, you're always just like, Oh, you sound so robot. You sound so robotic. And I like, don't hear it at all. And then you go back and listen to the replay and it's just like, what was he talking about? No one sounds robotic. Doesn't, I, I never know if it's going to come through or not. You know what I mean? I feel you. I feel you. So, so I just want to just are you go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna say what? I'm just excited to talk to you. <laughs> we I really have been while. looking forward to this for so yeah, I really have been it's like talking to my girlfriend. I'm like, ooh, like I have been looking forward to this all week. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Well we have not, not really, talked yeah. in a while. It's it's been it's been since Christmas. We talked did we talk I almost called Christmas? I almost called you with I almost called you with some tea, but I didn't. Ooh. She has some Texas <laughs> tea. No, 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 no. You didn't, get, you, didn't, you didn't join the community app while you were in, in, in the state? I am not in the emotional state to be on the community app right now. That has been deleted off my phone for a while. All of them have. Even during your visit back to Texas? I didn't have time for that, and I was tired. <laughs> like, and I, I don't I'm, give a. I don't give a hundred. You know, you got to understand. This is my motto. I don't think this is the right podcast to tell you this on. But this is my motto. My motto is: <laughs> I try to make every single time, like it's the last time it's ever going to happen, so that that person oh, remembers wow. me for the rest of their life. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> they will always semi think back and be like, "Wow, wow, damn that." That was insane. Wow. <laughs> I I uh I don't know what to say. <laughs> so anyways, um wow. That's funny. That's funny. I thought you would appreciate that joke. I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, I I, I get you. But then that could also explain why there's not like a lot of repeat business. Because it's it just was like so great the first time it, they're it, like, oh, it's never be that good again. Yeah, exactly. It's never going to be that good again. But so. that's the scary thing. They don't realize it only gets better. I don't know. If you're giving your best every time, that's at some point you're going to be able. You're not going to be able to live up to your own, you know, previous experience. It's just <laughs> Any, <that's>, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's just that's that's humanly impossible. We all hit a wall at some point. Don't doubt me. <laughs> it's like that so <laughs> I did write I did write a New Year's Eve poem for tonight that I'm excited to give you. 
cool, cool. Hold on, hold that. I thought. don't know if that's something that we like. Let our like, do we do that while our guest is on, or do we do that before she's on? No, you act like we've never had a guest before. No, no, but I mean, but the poetry thing is very new. I mean, well, I mean, we've not had a guest since we've done the poetry, but you know, we always do this. Zoe Um, Zoe was our last guest. Yeah, Zoe was the last guest. And then it was Matt, and then it was Mercedes. We only had three people on. And Chef Willie, hello. Chef Willie, I forgot. (laughs) I I just talked to him. Uh, this I love past him. week, I love him. I, I love, would love all for him to come back on. So that was kind of one of the things that we were. I was so this okay. So you know everything just brings me a full circle. So this brings me to what's on my mind. Ooh. This past week and actually yesterday in particular, I got so many. I got several phone calls from different friends that I have not talked to in a while, and it just made me kind of stop and realize how grateful I am to have so many really cool, incredible people in my life. Um, Chef Willie was one of those, and he was talking about next year's base and pride, and you know, he wants the guys to get back together and wants everyone to come back down to Midland, and, and you know, we just spend another week together like we did before, and uh, you know, just thinking about that and, and, and trying to plan that all out and everything, it just... You know, it's those warm and fuzzy feelings because I do have, I am so blessed to have so many really incredible people in my life. You know, and some people only get a Damien. I get a Damien plus, plus, Aww, plus. Stop. And so, <laughs> Don't compare me to other people. I am the pinnacle of the peak. I am the Mount Everest. You have achieved Nirvana with my friendship. Okay, <laughs> let's just don't don't undersell me. You don't get a Damien plus plus. You know what I'm saying? Look, I'm, I'm my I'm my own little thing. In my world, <laughs> I have several Mount Everest. Oh yeah, <laughs> and they are all equally impressive to me, and I don't put one Mount Everest on. All right, fine, fine, and so. Uh, I have several Mount Everest, and you're one of the Mount Everest. And I, I, I just, I'm very fortunate to know a lot of really cool people. Um, but then, what it also brings me more, much more aware of, is how lonely I am. Like oh, I feel that. Yesterday, I was, you know, having talked to all these people. I realized how incredibly alone I am and it just became depressing. And I have been going through a little depressive stage uh, here as kind of lately. And it's not because, you know, I don't have people to talk to or have things to do. It's that I don't have that human connection. I don't have the, you know, I want to, I want to touch another human. I want to be touched by another human. And that part, that has not happened in centuries, <laughs> or so it feels like. And so, you know, I'm, I miss that part of human interaction. And uh, just talking to all these people that I connect with, one of which being, like, my last ex. <laughs> Hi, I feel everyone. Bad. And I feel like, oh, can you hear everything? Well, I did hear the. I hear some some woman yelling. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just yeah. There's lots of people. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> but, um, 
you know, I do miss that level of human interaction. And uh, I talked to my ex. He hits me up like every blue moon. And pretty much when he is missing and jonesing for me, then he will hit me up. And I'm just like, do you know how incredibly difficult it is for me to talk to you? And like, like, hey, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. And like be flirty with you. Like it is so incredibly difficult for me to do that. But here you are being all flirty and all that. And I'm just like, bro, um, I want you like physically bad. And here you are being all flirty and sending me pictures. That's not fair. But it is what it is. I feel that because like I feel like I I feel like I've gotten to the point where like I do have a lot of like it's hard to explain because I feel like I, I have so many people that do genuinely care about me. But I also just feel like I'm really, really, really missing like a core human like element. I don't explain it like like I have you and I have all these other friends and I have my family, but there's just I think it is that that partner missing. But at the same time, it's like I just want that interaction where it actually means something, not for a quick 10 minutes and then I move on with my life and I don't even think about it again. You know, I want it to actually genuinely mean something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like a meaningful connection. And same with me. That's why, I mean, like I got back involved in the community <laughs> and it's just such trash. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> And it's just like, why? What's the point and what's the purpose? It's the same old squares. It's My favorite thing is when I used to hop on there and I would see you and I'd be like, ha ha. <laughs> Maybe like 2 a.m. and I would see your profile. I'd be like, ha <laughs> Yep. I mean, Searching like, for love and like, all the wrong places. You ever heard that um, meme sound where it's like, um, Oh, I can't remember. It's like somebody, it's like Nicki Minaj or somebody's, oh, it's like, Ariana, what are you doing here? And it's like Nicki Minaj when like Ariana Grande like hopped on one of her Instagram lives. She's like cracking up about it. That's what I used to think every time I see you on there. I'd be like, great minds, think alike, even at 2 a.m. Yep, even at 2 a.m. But I feel that. I really, really do. Especially around this time of year. I always say that like, I don't give a shit about Valentine's Day like that means nothing to me it's corny it's whatever it's around christmas time when i like really really feel it especially like when i go back home and i'm one of the only single cousins like every single year all my cousins are like got their wives and husbands and now everyone's having kids and oh here's their boyfriends and their girlfriends and i'm like (laughs) hey how's everyone doing like they my extended family has never seen me bring anyone to an event (laughs) I was oh, like, wow. yeah, yeah, it's, um, so, <laughs> you know, when, I, when I did live in Dallas, that was commonplace. Like I would have, you know, I'd had, I, I had three like partners mm-hmm. and they were always at my, at events, at family events. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whenever I was single in between those, it was just like, oh, hi, it's just me. Yeah. You're like, hey. Hey. Still gonna try to be fun. Hi. I'm not depressed at all. Right. But like (laughs) this party that I'm going to later, uh, 
every it's like a ton of couples. Everybody's coupled up, mm-hmm. and the people who are single are, are either I am so not interested, or they are not interested <laughs> in me. And right. so it's just you know it's it becomes miserable at point at some point to be around, especially when you're around couples, <laughs> you're not in a relationship. Oh shit sucks. Mm-hmm. This when I get around my sister and her husband, I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, especially with with him. I mean, he's such a shut up. He's such a specimen. He has such an endearing smile. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Stop! But I do That's feel a, that honestly. He's a nice guy. That's honestly really like one of the things that's on my mind a lot. So it's crazy that you brought that up because I relate a hundred percent to how you feel. And it's such an unfortunate way to feel, you know, because it's, there's not much of a solution to it because these kind of things just happen naturally. You can't really like force it. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's so hard to be like, by March, I'm going to be in a relation. Like, it doesn't work that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could be like, by March, I'm going to be down 10 pounds. And I can make that happen. But I can't just, you know. Will yourself into a relationship. And, so, and for people but like you and me, who are very, like, for better or for worse, controlling. And we like everything to be within our grasp. And we like to move the chess pieces on the board. And we like to control the narrative. To have something that we really can't control. And you just kind of have to let life navigate you there. It's frustrating it is it is very frustrating because i am at peace with i am at peace with everything in my life that i have control over it's the things that i cannot control on a day-to-day basis that get me down or irritate me or frustrate me or you know cause issues overwhelm me etc it's the things that i if i can control it it's good i'm fine i'm happy that's a good part of my life when i cannot when i just have to let things play themselves out that is when i'm at my worst Mm, i feel that i feel that in part of it i think why it's it's really hitting me right now for (laughs) what Four twisted teas, two beers, and a shot, and a pear tree. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> we have we're gonna have company. Just keep that in mind. We're going to have com- somebody yeah. that you don't want me to be <laughs> you, my natural self with Miss with with our guests. Well, but this is not your natural self. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it is though. <laughs> this is no. Come on, you know me. This is natural, self. Damien. No, not at all. <laughs> Not at all. I feel like I'm being a pleasure right now. <laughs> you're being something. Really? I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought okay, I'll No, you're you're fine. You're fine. I want you to get all self-conscious. You're being very you're very fun. You're not you have not gone to annoying state. I'm gonna and, rein and myself in. If if you if you tip over to that point I'm gonna get a text message I'll... from you. <laughs> Okay, you, you will definitely do you want this know. podcast to end with this episode? Okay, question right? Mark, question mark. <laughs> I'd be like, you want to end it already? All confused. Like, really? Is it time for the recommendations? <laughs> recommendations. <laughs> oh my goodness! You would be pissed. I could imagine your face. <laughs> You'd be like, I recommend Damien finds a new person to do this podcast with. And you'd be like, why are you going on vacation? 
<laughs> craziness. <laughs> craziness. Um, um, is it time to invite our guest on? It is time to invite our guest. And you know who Heather Heather uh, Hughes Britomus is. She is she has been involved in some of the um, most interesting uh, cases in Midland as far as doing the right thing. She was the queen of masking. Uh, probably right when you left, you, re- you left like right before the pandemic or right during or whatever. Right during, like right as it was like kind of starting to kick off. So one of the people that was just like adamant that uh, Mayor Patrick Payton actually get off his ass and do something was Heather. She and but I'll talk about her here in a minute. Let me let me do the inviting thing. Let's see if I can't figure this part out. Y'all don't mind the radio silence. He's old, and this part always trips him up a little bit. You know what? I don't need your crap, youngster. But, um, you know, I hope everybody's having a good New Year's Eve. You know what I'm saying? I hope you guys are <laughs> drinking a little bit. And if you don't drink, then I hope you're not drinking a little bit because well, you don't drink. You know, everybody's chilling with their friends, chilling with their family. I should like a radio announcer voice. You've joined Courtney and Damien on the Wait What Pond for the next hour and a half. Please <laughs> sit back and enjoy the program. You're so silly. So <laughs> I just sent the invite. We'll see if she jumps on here in a sec. That little like uh, always freaks me yeah. out. We're just in the middle of talking and we just hear ba-dum. I love it. Let's me know it's, oh it's go time. There's, there's, another, there's another adult in the room. I gotta behave. There's another what? Did you have adult? To I said there's another adult in the room. I have to behave. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is not what I heard. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to know what you thought I said because okay, it's me. not appropriate. So. It's me and you. I don't even want to know what I thought you said. <laughs> but it was nothing like what oh, you no. got. Another adult oh, in oh, she's here. here. She is. Hello. Oh, Heather. Hi, Heather. Hey, I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm excited too. So I was trying to make Damien know who you are, and. <laughs> And because I feel like he knows who you are, but he doesn't know who you are. And I feel like anyone in Midland, Texas definitely knows who you are because you are like you are like one of the most vocal people as far as doing the right things in Midland. And it's why I am so endeared to you because you have such an incredible heart for doing the right thing and being adamant about doing the right thing. And I was telling him, I was, you know, just telling him that uh, right before he left, he left at the start of the pandemic. Okay. And one of the, your, and I mean, that's like when you really stepped up to the plate and uh, you became the queen of masking and you, and you challenged Patrick Payton to actually get off his ass and do something <laughs> and, and uh, you know, be adamant about people wearing masks and everyone doing their part to help slow the spread of, of COVID-19. And, uh, you know, he fought you tooth and nail cause he just wanted to pray it away. And you're like, um, that's cute and all, but no, <laughs> we need to wear masks. And, you know, you, you, you really, I mean, 
you were adamant about that. And, and because of how adamant you are, you got so many people's attention. And I really think that because of your efforts, we did not experience near the trauma we could have, although it was still a very traumatic experience here in Midland and for our hospital and, uh, you know, for the overall healthcare in Midland, but it could have been so much worse, but because we had a warrior like you out there pounding the pavement, it was not as bad. So everyone, wait, what audience, welcome to the show, Heather Brittimus. Yay. That was such a nice introduction. I need to take you everywhere with me. <laughs> he can be I'm your down. squire. That's right. Dun dun Interesting. Not only that, everyone, I need you all to know that Heather is an incredible actress. Uh, this past summer, she played the heroine, the lead in Summer Mummers. Uh, all summer long until she like twisted an ankle and broke it off or whatever. Uh. <laughs> it had to be in a boot, but she was like the heroine, the lead in the Summer Mummers play. And uh, that was right after I had given up all my acting and and was just the back the the stage manager, assistant stage manager, and got to work with her during that whole thing and just watch her work pretty incredible and uh yeah so hi heather yeah no i i'm still waiting on the cheese may um about a shakespeare uh never got that but i was hoping that you know the experience at mummers would would bring you back to the theater and you know with time all would be forgiven and we're eventually going to do a show together uh, he I think be. he's uh, retired. I think he's retired. No, from no. But nice yeah. to nice to pod meet you, Heather. Aww, um, nice to, to, to n- yeah, nice to um, speak with you now that Courtney's kind of done hogging the airway and mm. things are a little more free and you and, you know <laughs> conversations a little more open. Um, <laughs> no, it was wonderful, Courtney. And Courtney's always great about welcoming on our guests. You know, I'm just like, hey guys, here's Zoe Butler. She writes music. And Courtney's like, here's Heather. Here's her zodiac sign. She was born at this time. <laughs> Aries is in her rising. Um, and when she was 15, she wanted to be a nurse and she loves chicken parm. So, you know, Courtney <laughs> is just fantastic at what he does. And that's, that's why he's the main voice of the operation. And I'm kind of like the uh, supporting supporting role, you know? I might also have a New Year's Eve dad joke for you. Oh no! <laughs> oh, let, let's not go there. Let's hope, hope we don't get to that point. But Heather, in your own words, tell us about you. What did I miss? Uh oh! Did we lose Heather? Did we lose Heather? Hear me? Oh yeah, now. Okay, maybe I can't let my screen do, go dark. Okay. Um, no, I mean, uh, yeah, I think when, okay, when was it? Sometime this year, Courtney and I were sitting at the same table for some award ceremony where we were both judges for, um, you know, teacher of the year in MISD. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, um, and someone at the table inevitably said, you look so familiar. 
<laughs> How do I know you? And, you know, I think Courtney and I get this all the time and I don't know what to say. I mean, I, I don't want to be defined for the rest of my life as like the mask lady. Um, you know, I think we're just trying to just like forget all that happened really. Um, it was not fun times. No. <laughs> um, no. And also like, I don't know, I don't know what to say. Like, you may have seen me at the theater or like um, I'm involved in a ton of other nonprofits. I was born and raised here. Um, so I don't know. I never know how to answer that. Um, but I mean, yeah, that's, that's probably how a lot of people know me um, or how they, how they met me. And then hopefully they see me uh, as more than just that. Absolutely, because you're like the ray of sunshine. Aww. Like I, I just, I, I don't know how to see you and not want to smile. You're just, you're just a very uh, bubbly personality, and you're always smiling. And and even when you're being serious, it's like a delight. And so, uh, Thank you, you just give off, you give off great energy. I really enjoy being around you. So, you have a fan. I'm 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 fanboying I'm fanboying you like like uh, Damien fanboys Zoe. I love Zoe. <laughs> She's great. She is fantastic, and Heather sounds fantastic too. I am, and if I don't talk a whole whole lot, it's because I don't know you. And this is I'm basically like an audience member getting to know you. So like, don't okay. uh, you know? I'll pipe up when I feel like I need to pipe up, but I'm also learning myself. So okay, but but this particular episode is going to be a chance for Heather. Heather is going to represent our general audience. There are listeners from day one, from episode one, from way back when, because I cannot believe this is episode. So is is it going to be like this? I apologize for cutting you off. Is it going to be like, Damien, the dad joke segment was the most popular segment ever Mm. introduced. Why (laughs) did you get rid of it? And I'll be like, well, because Courtney bullied me into it. And I gave in to his peer pressure. No, you should not give in to him. The the jokes need to come. I I hear from a lot of people that they miss the jokes. Mm -hmm. Wait a minute. She was just about to read you about these jokes, but the jokes need to what? They need to come back. I like the jokes. <sighs> a lot of people told me they like the poetry plus the jokes. They still want to joke. That was, you know, I was going to make like a top 10 list of, of the moments or whatever. And so I started re-listening to all the episodes. But guys, the episodes, Girl, how do you re-listen to our episodes? Oh my God. They <laughs> an are hour and a half an each. hour and a half each episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you re-listen. I I didn't. I stopped on episode four and I, I like, skim. Okay. I skim when I go to re-listen. I I skim like in my brain. I'm like, what was a part of that episode I really enjoyed? And I skip yeah. to it and I listen. I'm like, all right, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. No. The okay. Here, I'll just say my top three things then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the dad jokes. Yes. Um, Let's go. Wow. What was your favorite dad joke? Mm, oh god was it the hidden valley ranch dressing because that's my original that's an og i wrote that myself (laughs) i think it was one of the the last ones that you did stopped and i was like hey that was i don't remember it though but it was good thank you i'm just want you to know how disappointed i am (laughs) okay look (laughs) 
Okay, just... we're not gonna agree on everything. Okay. I know, but you like the dad jokes? <laughs> yes, they're funny. I told you this at Mummers, and then the next you did. week you used my dad joke, and so now I have nothing to to add. Courtney, oh, that's right. I did use your dad joke. Courtney, I would have loved to tell you what the source of that noise was, but you're not a monk, my friend. Oh, that was the one that killed it. <laughs> right. That's what killed the whole, like, we just, the episode ended. Like, oh. The Anchor app, it was, everything just shut down. I couldn't even, <laughs> just, that, it took 20 minutes to get into the joke. Get to the punchline. It was awful. All right, so dad jokes was number three. Dad dad jokes jokes number three. three. Number two, the poetry, specifically the one, Damien, where you talk about your experience coming out and, you know. Scarlet G. Yes. That was so good. I cried. Thank you. Um, I appreciate that. And I'm not even gay. But, like, (laughs) I just just understood. You know, I'm I'm an ally. I go – I went to the – the pride thing last year in Odessa, they did a really good job. I didn't get to make it this year in Midland. I'm so sad, but I'll go next year. Um, and then the most important number one is when you guys talk about stuff locally and nationally, um, hot button issues and episode one, it was a lot about Uvalde and about gun control, which Courtney and I totally see eye to eye on. And I'm sure, Damien, you do as well. Like, we've, we've got to get a uh, hold on that. We have to make sure it doesn't get in the hands of crazy people. And this is just ridiculous that we still haven't done that. And it's like, that's all we're asking. That's yeah. literally all we're asking. Can we just prevent psychopathic people from getting them? That's, that's all we're asking you for. Yeah. I feel like that's pretty bare minimal. Mm-hmm. just just take a test like it's not a lot (laughs) i'm asking you a lot just take it's one of those things where it's like if you're perfectly fine you have nothing to worry about yeah well i'm not a good test taker Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) well then maybe you're not a good gun owner all right (laughs) well that's y'all's bread and butter those are the that's the formula for a good episode we need the jokes. We need a poem. We need to talk about um, hot topics. We need the jokes. Yeah. Oh. We need the jokes. Okay. Well, Damien. Yes, sir. I guess we're going to have to bring back the dad jokes. Yes. Woo. <laughs> Let's go. The, the person has spoken. Heather represents, Heather, Heather represents the people. Yes. today and, and so she has spoken <laughs> if heather says that we need dad jokes then i will trust her opinion as she officially speaks for all the people yeah. <laughs> all of our listeners including <laughs> the the trillions who listen to us in canada oh yes oh yes big canadian case <laughs> i heard about that you know when we started off that was something that damien was just like and we strangely have a lot of Canadian listeners. And so I was, I've always been, you know, I, I care about the Canadian people. They're good yeah. people. Good, they genuine good people. people. They are. <clears throat> and we need maple syrup. It's very important. 
to our yeah, pancakes. Vermont makes plenty breakfast. of that. We don't eat Canada. <laughs> we need that. So, Canada, uh, I hope you're having an okay time. You're fine. No, Canada, I hope your Boxing Day was incredible. Uh, isn't that what it's called? They're, they have like Christmas, but it's Boxing Day or something. I thought it was their New Year's. Oh, is that New Year's? I don't Canada, I, you exist. I don't know. Let me look it up. While she's looking that up, what food should you never eat on New Year's Eve? On New Year's Eve? Mm-hmm. Or New this, Year's Day. This sounds like a dad joke. Mm. <laughs> Firecrackers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on. I didn't even get that one. Uh-huh. Why, why wouldn't you eat that? Um, I'm very confused. Why would you eat a firecracker, Bozo? But then, but there are cookies. There are crackers called firecrackers. It's like stop being take, over. Stop being difficult. I mean, but there are. Stop and, being difficult. You're a and, firecracker. <laughs> I'm a fire. Hey, 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 copyright, copyright, oh, copyright. Oh, you get to this whole episode erased. Come in your colors Okay, okay. So, <laughs> so Heather, yes. what are things that you don't like about the show? Oh. Okay. An hour and 45 minute runtime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the past two months we've reined it in quite a bit. Yes, much better. Um, yeah, and also, okay, y'all aren't gonna like this because I know y'all really enjoy this, but okay. I just cannot relate to all of the sports stuff. <laughs> I just don't follow. I mean, I enjoy watching a game when it's on, um, and I'll pick a team to root for, but I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't follow the players. I don't know. It's not for me. Maybe like shorter snippets of sports. I feel okay. that. Um, but, but I at feel the same like time, that's the time of the episode where you just fast forward. Right? Okay. Because there, there are a lot of <laughs> listeners who that's the thing that they love the best, the most. Okay. So Heather, just like, me. I love your sports stuff. Hear me talk. out here, because I don't think I remember I brought this up once, and I don't think Courtney liked it, but I think for our show it's a good idea. But shouldn't I timestamp things? Yeah, so I could say like from minute thirty five oh three to minute forty nine oh six, we talk basketball, and yeah. if you don't give a damn about basketball, you just skip to forty nine oh six and go about your day. Agreed. Good idea, Courtney. My so my issue with that is that it's so structured, and and. This show is just not that structured. It's a conversation between two friends. And I so, agree with that. And okay. so if you structure me like that, I feel like I have to stick to a, a table. And I don't know. It was not structuring you. It's just letting people know, like, hey, we were talking about this from this time and this time. And then, yeah. hey, guys, if you if you hear about this, then you just skip to this time here. It's a good <laughs> And we voted. And, yeah. It it passes two to one. Sorry. Time time stamps. <laughs> Might have to pull out the big red veto on that one. <laughs> this is not the UN. You don't get a UN Security Council veto, my friend. 
Ah, stamp. <laughs> but yes, that would have been very helpful as I was going back over the episodes. <laughs> she got to episode four and was like, you know what? I'm good. You know, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. It was a lot. Do you not like it? What else do you not like? You don't like that we're mm. gay? Do you have a problem with that? Uh, no. I do not have a problem with that. Um, I have a problem with it. No, no. <laughs> um, I that's it. Yeah, just like maybe more condensed. I like to listen to podcasts when um, I'm cleaning around the house or doing the dishes. And uh, so she's like, and I can only take so long to wash dishes. These dishes don't much. take an hour and forty minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's over there washing and cleaning dishes. Like, oh, we're only thirty-five minutes in. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like the past two months we've kept it around like an hour. I, that's <clears throat> yeah. I think it really depends on the topic and whatever's on my mind, because sometimes I have a lot on my mind, and you have to yes. admit that those episodes where I do have a lot on my mind and I really want to rant, it's like I'm just really ranting about different things, and it it, it and it's it inspires conversation. And so we have good banter. And then a lot of times, like, we'll be talking, and I have no idea that so much time has, has gone by. Oh, 100%. Although I can see it very clearly. You know, it's right there on my clock. There are some times when it's just so natural because this really is, like, us just catching up that, like, I'll feel like I've been in my room for 30 minutes, and I'll look, and it'll say, like, an hour and 26 minutes. I'm like, what? <laughs> right? Wait, what? Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, exactly. We've been talking that long. Do you and like so, how we open every episode like that, or is that? I love old? it. I awesome, because I love title it. Is genius. Whoever What's, came up with it, you're genius. What's genius? The title. Wait, what? Courtney. That was Courtney. Okay. Courtney. Full credit Thank to Courtney. Thank you. Thank you. Yep, that was all him. <laughs> I don't even remember was, what mine was going to be, but it wasn't that. And I can, I don't even know why. I can't even remember my justification. It was because we're going to say something make people go, wait, what? Yeah. But really, it's just so, us saying that corny shit over and over again. <laughs> we need, okay, here's here's what we need. Okay. More wait, what moments. And you're going to get that when you bring in a third person, like, you know, like guest. Every week, a different guest. Every week. It. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, once a month. See. Once a month. week. Once a month. So what? So Heather, let me tell you the hard part about that. Okay. It's so for so first off, it is extremely difficult for us two people that is so to, true. Coordinate, <laughs> to coordinate our two schedules <laughs> because we work literally opposite industries and we at the same times. So like in the summer, it was easy because I was at home during the day. And I had all morning, you know, and so we could record anytime we wanted to. But once I started working and like I was at school all day, then that just that takes away half of my day and half of the opportunity when I have. And a lot of his opportunity, a lot of his free time is before he goes to work. So um, once school started, it just it made it that much harder to schedule. And so getting a third person makes it even harder you know just like i had to give you like three options i'm like okay this day this day <laughs> at these and hours we, 
weird Eve of all time. Like, there are people getting right. drunk in my living room right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you didn't hear that when you, when you uh, came on. So, Heather, because uh, we always talk about full disclosure. So, right now, over at um, Damien's house, his apartment, there are, there's a wild party going on in the rooms next door. Like at one point he opened the door and it was just like laughter and cheer and merriment and everything. And, and he was just like, Oh, you hear that? I'm like, uh, yeah, we hear that. And he's, he's already had some adult beverage. And- oh, I am feeling good, Heather. It is a good night. And <laughs> I'm just having a great time. Yeah. To be young again, you know where I am in my closet, hiding from my four kids and my husband. <laughs> So y'all don't hear all that noise. <laughs> Love it. Did you tell them, look, mommy is going away for a little bit. Don't try and find me. Yes. <laughs> Kid cameo. <laughs> it would not be good. Oh, that's funny. So that is are there funny. any other, do you have any other either complaints, which we're totally fine with, or constructive criticism for the show for us? No, I would like there just were so many times where, especially when you talk about hot topic stuff that's happening in Midland. Um, hey guys, hey guys. Yeah. Number five. What? Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, what was uh, so? What was your favorite hot topic moment? Like, what uh, was the what was the one that made you say, "Wait, what"? there's so many episodes when Um, you didn't like lord of the rings okay (laughs) see here's the other thing like i've never seen lord of the rings oh you are missing nothing oh absolutely nothing all right so courtney you and i are doing that thing where we ramble banter so heather how about you (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry No, what no, we're listening to us. <laughs> it's you, uh, Twisted T. <laughs> Sir. All right. um, no, but it would be interesting to hear um, a different perspective thrown in there, like maybe more conservative on, on certain issues, because I liked what y'all were saying, but I think it would go further if you had someone to push against you. <clears throat> You know what I'm saying? And I agree. I agree with that entirely. Except, and here's the bad part. And you're both significantly older than me. Well, not significantly, but you're both older oh, than ow. me. And you, I'm sorry. You're both older than me, and you can tell me if this is the wrong perspective to have. But this is my damn podcast, and I don't give a shit what you think. Your opinion's wrong. <laughs> this is the part of the show that people don't understand the challenge of 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 co-hosting with someone so significantly younger my thing is here's my thing here's my thing understand you're 100 welcome to like like i would be super super open to having somebody with more conservative leaning traditional (laughs) american or even just views that differ from ours but the thing is on this platform i'm not going to hold back so if you come on here and you say something against like my sexuality or against my right to marry, or you're just like pro-gun with no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Anything of that nature, I am going to be extremely relentless and not kind. Not like disrespectful to them as a person. 
but I'm not going to leave any wiggle room. There's, there's topics that I'm willing to discuss. I and mean, there's toppings that in my opinion have no discussion. My sexuality is not your business. There's nothing to discuss about it. Gun control. There is no argument you can make that I'm going to agree with. If you don't think there should be more control, if you don't, if you think we're at the perfect level of control, you are wrong. I don't care. Right. So like for me personally, I don't think we've hit a topic yet where like I would be welcome to hearing a differing opinion because you're wrong. Is that bad? No. Okay. (laughs) Let's give you an example. Okay. When you guys um, were talking about Beto running for governor and um, the question was, okay, me and ask Courtney this when when people say to you why are you voting for him what do you say and uh I was like oh I need to turn this all the way up and listen um because there's a difference between um all of the negative things I don't like about Governor Abbott and all of the positive about Beto or anyone you know any other Mm -hmm. kid whatever and and I was really interested in that. I felt like even though Courtney had amazing answers that I'm like writing down, trying to remember, you know, when mm-hmm. it comes up, it might have gone even further if you had someone on there who were, who said, well, what about this? Like, okay. You know. Yeah. I see that. Yeah, that's fair. That's I think another fair. thing that's I think another thing that's hard with that and Courtney will probably agree with me here um, is we don't plan or discuss what we're talking about before the show almost ever unless i'm like hey let's make a top five list of our favorite musicians so like i have no clue if he's gonna come on here and rant about beto o'rourke or if he's gonna talk about band day (laughs) it's very hard to be like hey let's get a guest that doesn't like beto so we can discuss it because i don't know if that's what he wants to talk about that day (laughs) Yeah. yeah our show is extremely unscripted heather I mean, like, it is so <laughs> extremely unscripted. Um, like you said, we don't talk about topics. We don't pre-discuss anything uh, because I like a genuine reaction. And so... Um, he but I do no agree idea. with that. Yeah, I, I mean, it would be... That would be good to do. And maybe, you know, some... <sighs> we should follow up on things. Like, yeah. if we had a really big Beto discussion... One week, then the next week, we should maybe follow up on it and then have some, like, you know, differing. Lord knows my mama would come on here and argue mm. with us, Courtney. <laughs> my mama would argue with us every day of the week. <laughs> she does well, not like our opinions. <laughs> see, I don't want to have to hurt your mama's feelings. But she listens to every episode. Because your mom's episode. a lovely woman. She is. And so this is what this is. This is my fear. That's the part that's my fear. Is that is that we will we will have a guest on and they're gonna know, get jumped. Well, they'll be some. They'll they'll be verbally jumped because I think <laughs> that, that you and I together are pretty dangerous. <laughs> but I also feel like I, I mean, like the thing is, is like there's lots of things that I feel like I have a more conservative opinion on we just don't talk about it like if you ever come on here and talk about taxes i know you and i disagree on stuff like that it's like or like when we were talking about democrats not too long ago and i'm i hate the democratic establishment and you're a freaking nancy pelosi worshiper and you just love them you're all about it <laughs> like you know so there's I did some not dis- say that. 
<laughs> so like there's some discourse there but i feel like the topics that we really go into we just simply agree on like i've been waiting for the day when you and i sit there and like really go at it for like 40 minutes but you have not brought a topic up yet that i actually disagree with you on <laughs> so like I've been waiting for that day to come when I'm like the uh, differing opinion. And then you're sitting here calling me like a closet conservative, like you like to do. <laughs> well, well, a, because let, let's be real. You are. No, and, I'm not. <laughs> and B, um, I don't know. I, I, I tend to thought group with people who are in the same realm. However, I do always appreciate varying perspectives. Yeah, I mean, and, I will say, like Heather said, I've pretty much heard feedback from every single person that listens to the show that says, if you guys are going to talk politics so much, I want to hear from the other side, too. Hmm. So I have heard that from, like, a lot of people. Hmm. Sounds like they need to listen to a different podcast. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen. No, but I feel Y'all, that. I feel- y'all's podcast is the only one that I know of where you discuss local politics because like if you go on k-well it's all far-right conservative um oh yeah you know if you listen to fox news if they ever have a caller in that that wants to point out a differing opinion they'll yell at them and then you know hang up on them and I would like to listen to something where we get to hear both sides and both sides are respectful. It's a respectful debate. And but, that is something that I, I really okay. try to hammer home because I do want a, a respectful debate. I don't see any point in, in having conversation that doesn't lead anywhere. It's why I would like to have friends who are, who are our staunch conservatives and, uh, and sit down and have lunch with them. Um, I like to hear differing, differing opinions and viewpoints and perspectives on very, on a variety of, of topics. Uh, I get so angry though, when I have lunch with people who want to say, so what do you think about these drag Queens that are taking over our education system? And I'm just like, who told you that? Where did you hear that? What makes you think that? And, and, you know, to have that conversation because it's basically debunking a bunch of BS. And that's frustrating to me because they say it with such a sense of realism because this is what they've been told. Ter- <laughs> because this is what they've been told. Yeah, you know, this is what their their algorithm keeps pushing in their face. So, I, but- um, I'll be the moderator because Heather wants it to be a respectful discussion. So I'm going to let you debate and I'll just be the moderator. You know what I'm saying? Cause uh, so I'll just sit there and be like, you, you know, you I'll be like, you know, Mister Mister Mayor Payton, you are one of the worst people to ever be elected in Midland, and you're awful. Um, do you have any <laughs> redeeming qualities? Right, like that's a fair mayor. That's a fair moderator Is that a fair question. question? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Heather's like, oh no. <laughs> uh, no, that is a totally fair question. Have you I been was- listening to this for 27 episodes? <laughs> Nope, totally well, look, right? Um, Heather is no fan of, of, of our mayor who is having his last few hours in office. I'm so ready for him to be gone. Okay, guys, listen. 
I went to the very last city council meeting of this year, um, kind of by accident, like didn't put it together that it was the last meeting, but was invited because I am on the board for the Rotary Club of Midland. And um, we were getting a proclamation by the mayor uh, in honor of all Rotary Clubs. And then I get there and like the place is packed. I don't know if you've ever been there. It is the smallest room. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculously Um, small. Yeah. And I'm like not easily intimidated, but that day I was like, oh my gosh, like it seemed like every important person in Midland was there and every news reporter. I'm like, oh my gosh, what is happening? Um, And then I was like, oh, it's his last day. Anyway, um, they luckily they started the meeting by doing the proclamation. I took the picture. I got out of there. Um, <clears throat> but then, uh, well, anyway, surprisingly, they were giving an honor to someone else. They gave this guy, I think his name was Willie, a key to the city. And uh, yes, yeah. Um, and turns out that's who all of the important people showed up for. Um, I wouldn't have showed up for Patrick Payton. <laughs> yeah, well, they didn't. No, the, uh, Good. Kevin Sparks came. Um, the owner of the Kent Companies was there. Sammy Steele was there. Stuart Dreen, like all of the. <laughs> so they they give Rotaries there first. They give Willie the key to the city. We take our pictures and then they say, okay, you know, if that's what y'all came for, you can leave. And the the room pretty much cleared out. Um. So I get in my car and I continue watching the meeting on my phone as it's live streamed and blah, blah, blah. Like city council is so boring to be honest. (laughs) Anyway. um, (laughs) And then at the very end, they're on their last agenda item. And it was, I don't know, another something boring. And then Peyton says, does anybody, does any um, person in the audience want to speak on this or any city council member? No. Nobody raises their hand or anything. And I was surprised at not one point had anyone said like, it's Mayor Peyton's last day, you know, we'd like to thank him or whatever. And so Peyton says, well, I have something to say. And then uh, (laughs) (laughs) it had nothing to do with the agenda item. He just, you know, was saying, you know, it's been my honor to have been mayor these past three years. It's been the most challenging years we could have ever, you know, we never could have guessed this would have happened. We made it through COVID together. And, you know, he gave, which was really great because, you know, he's on the opposite end politically, I think. Mm-hmm. Even though city council is not supposed to lean right or left. But, um, he, you know, he gave big props to him and to Rob Nett. And thanks to Lori. And then he says um, that he's proud that his legacy is going to be that he went against Governor Abbott's masking mandate during COVID. He's just really proud that that's what he did and what he'll be known for because he really didn't have time to do anything else during his tenure or whatever during his time uh, because because of COVID, like nothing was possible. Like, okay, whatever. And then the weirdest thing happened. Um, he throws uh, Dufford under under the bus. What? Yeah. 
I was like, why? Lori, Lori sits to his right, Dufferin sits to his left, and you can kind of tell the way city council works. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> who's buddy buddy? Who's working as a team? Right. You know, you need four people to make it happen. And for the longest time, it was Peyton, Blong, Dufferin, and Rob Nett. And they just kind of bullied their way to make anything they want happen. Blong is his successor, right? Yes. Yes. Um, anyway, that he says, and I forgive you, Dufford. Uh, <laughs> and he, we're all just like, what? Um, and Dufford's like, what are you talking about? And he said, right. Well, you didn't vote for me for mayor. And right he, in front of everyone? Yes. He's been holding <laughs> this for three years. And Dufford is just dumbfounded, which I've, you know, never witnessed because he sure does go on a drunken rant late at night. But anyway, um, <laughs> if you've ever seen those, he's, he is vile. He is really vile the way he speaks to constituents and especially women. But moving on, um, uh, he's like, uh, uh, and, and Peyton goes, no. You did. You you didn't vote for me, and and Deborah's like, well, you know, I, I didn't know. And he's like, not not only that, not only did you not vote for me, uh, you campaigned against me. And it's, what it's just, in it's the world? Worse, yeah. And he's like, but it's okay. Did you, you know? We the, over the past three years, like. Oh no! He starts touting the record. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I forgive you, and that's the end of the speech. And like, what? Okay, meetings adjourned. We're going to do the rest of you know this stuff behind closed doors. Nobody in the audience claps. Nobody on city council says thank you, Mayor Payton, for whatever you did. Blah blah. blah. It just ends in silence. Oh my gosh! Wow, <laughs> that is some tea. He is complete. It's all recorded. Anybody can go back. On he's the- so out of touch. Yes, he is. He's comp- he is like he lives. He is the living embodiment of like the stereotypical Southern Christian pastor. You know what I mean? Like the stereotype. He is the stereotype. Wow. I, I have never actually. You know what? I've never encountered a pastor in my life who doesn't speak about God. Okay, ever. Doesn't yeah, never. Well, if it's in politics, please keep it out. I agree with that though. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. But listen, when COVID was happening, and this is what I was gonna say at the beginning when Courtney was giving me the introduction. Mm-hmm. Um that uh <laughs> I, I love the dog bark that, in the background. That, that Peyton, you know, wanted to pray COVID away. No, actually he didn't because Thank Healthcare Hero, which was the other Facebook group uh I did during COVID. Mm-hmm. So Masks in Midland was meant to promote businesses that were encouraging their customers and their employees to use mitigation protocols to slow the spread. Okay. Like masking or social distancing, blah, blah, blah. Thank you. Healthcare Hero was created to support the healthcare workers because they were completely overwhelmed at the hospital. And so among some of the stuff we did, we went and cheered them on uh, when the FEMA buses had come during Thanksgiving and Christmas. Uh, We provided them snacks like uh, probably twice a week, every week for a long time. We gave them free shirts, but also I had different um, 
religious groups come and we would go on top of the parking garage and shine our flashlights so that the patients and their families could see us and the healthcare workers and we would pray for them. And so we had people who would come and do the rosary. I had um, the pastor from First Presbyterian come and say a lovely prayer. You know, I, I think I invited um, I invited Albert from True Light, uh, True Light Christian to come. Um, so any any denomination was allowed to come. Um, I and then I emailed everyone on city council and asked them to come. And my only one that did. Um, and he had Michael who? Michael Trost. He was the at-large city councilman. Yeah, he and, was okay, our, our, okay, okay. Yeah. He came and gave a really nice speech um, to all of the nurses who were traveling. But I invited, and then John Norman replied back to me, and it it didn't work out with the schedule when we were doing it. And Jack Ladd eventually came in, took a tour of the hospital. But Peyton has never, like, he could have come and prayed. And he's the mayor. He's the mayor. Like, you are the figurehead of that city. Yeah. Yeah. He, he has to be seen as one of the biggest failures to ever happen to Midland, Texas. And I know he won't be because he was the pastor of the super church and everybody loves him. And that's the whole reason he got elected. And it was awful. Like, what did he do in his tenure? Nothing. Nothing. Like, literally ineffectual. I'm glad that he did not run for re-election because I really don't think he would have won. No, I don't think he would have. Are you kidding me? No, I don't think. I mean, I guess I haven't been living there for a while, so maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I don't think that he would have won because even amongst his own constituents, everyone's just like he was so ineffective. Well, shoot, maybe he has enough self-awareness to that. Maybe that's why he didn't run again. You know, you know. And I I get him. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Okay, she's saying um, <laughs> that, you know, the big money makers who donate a lot of money politically, mm-hmm. they make the decision about who's going to be running and where their money is going to be going. Really? And they did mm-hmm. not want to go to him. So they told him, you probably shouldn't run because you won't be getting our money. I mean, and it's like, and I, and I have like some, not really sympathy, maybe empathy is the word, but like, he was faced with an unprecedented crisis, right? It's kind of like Bush with 9-11. Like, no one could have predicted that. But your leadership is examined through the way you react to the situation, the crisis in which you were put in. And, yeah, he was put into an extreme crisis, but he was so ineffectual at handling it, almost to the point where he just, like, pretended it was a non-issue until he could not ignore it anymore. And then he just did the bare minimum. Like, the very bare minimum. He didn't do the bare minimum because here's what I asked them for. I wrote a long email to every city council member giving them ideas about what they could do since they couldn't come up with their own ideas. One of them being just wear a mask to the meetings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> didn't Peyton get COVID? Did he wouldn't say, and I don't blame him because when my husband and I got it, Stuart Doreen, the editor of the Midland Reporter Telegram, put it in the newspaper Without asking us or telling us. Isn't your husband the freaking head of nurses in Midland? Yes. He is that's so, no. That's, uh, that's. I, I would have never anticipated that. I would have if, I yeah. I can't stand Stuart Mayor, 
if he was a public publicly elected official, yeah, I can see why Peyton wouldn't want that in the paper and why I, you know, you wouldn't say it out loud to anybody, but I never anticipated that we would get thrown under the bus and put it. Why would you put our, our health history on the front page of the paper? Especially with something like COVID that people were so irrational about. People either acted like it was just a common cold or people acted like it was like the most severe plague to ever touch planet Earth. There were very few people who were level-headed about COVID. And you do a great disservice by revealing that kind of information to somebody, especially without their permission. Yeah. That's absurd, but it's Steve Adrian, so who's Oh, as soon as it came out, you know, someone let me know. And I, I private messaged him immediately and said, what the heck is this? Like, I thought we were friends. We were Facebook friends, which is how she, he got the information because I put it out there. Oh not knowing he put it in the paper. But I thought we were friends or friendly, whatever. Why would you put this in the paper without giving me a heads up? And he's like, well, I called the hospital, you know. <laughs> and, no, the hospital has to follow uh, HIPAA rules. They did. I know they couldn't tell you. They didn't tell you. Right. So, what do you mean you call the hospital? Health records are not public. Yeah. No, this was just a total violation. That's absurd. Anyway, it got him the clicks he needed, I guess, to sell those papers. Whatever. I don't know. I hope it was worth it. Unfriended. Um, right. You know, things will never be the same. You can't do that kind of stuff. I mean, you he's know? such a. You know what? Hold on. Never mind. <laughs> I don't like Stuart. I have opinions on Stuart Doreen because when when the name change was happening and I was getting more involved with Courtney and I was starting to see the way politics really worked in Midland because like I had like an idea, but when I started kind of becoming closer to Courtney and really seeing the way things worked in Midland, I was like, oh my God. And Stuart Doreen was one of my biggest like I'm just not a fan and we're gonna leave it at that. But I'm not gonna like trash the man because I'm <laughs> Trying to be a better person than that, but um, <laughs> not a fan at all. And I have opinions about that man. Well, he's been he's been unfriended and blocked by me. So, and I told him that I never want him to print my name in the pa- in his paper again. Okay, and I just want to really- I just want to say he's just a pathetic small town journo that like tries to be bigger than what he is. But it's like, boy, you write for the Midland Reporter Telegram. Like, you need to realize who you are. And not he started, the next he, Look, he started <laughs> as the sports writer. I know. I know. My dad was and, an editor, was the editing IT manager oh, that's at right. for like 11 years. Trust me. I know. It was so funny. <laughs> so, I have, so I have to share this. Uh, John Thurmond, when we I were working on. Name we're having a tea stuff, sesh. I, when I was working, when we were working on name stuff, name change. And it was at the very beginning before you were even brought in, Damien. And we were talking about, you know, who are the people that we need to contact? And I told told uh, John, I said, you know, you need to contact Stuart Doreen. Uh, and he was just like, why? He's the sports guy. I was just like, <laughs> right. no, not anymore. He's exactly. The, he's the chief editor. I mean, once that paper. newspaper started dying, he got himself a little promotion, you know? Yep. But Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no fans of Stuart Doreen. I wish that another paper would come into town to offer a different perspective on I mean, everything. It's a dying industry, anyways. It doesn't matter. It is. It's a very much dying industry, but at the same time, it's it is so monopolized because people 
like people still read that trash and they click on, <laughs> on the articles and uh, I still it's just, it's so I follow it on Twitter and I still check it out. Yeah, I, it's it's there. It's a source. Lori, do you have? Or, sorry, well, Heather, do you have more about our show? <laughs> this, was a, this was a fun tea sesh. I really enjoyed this. <laughs> like, I want to call my mom. My mom tomorrow. Like, you need to listen to the pod and then call me. Mm. Did you know this was going on? <laughs> okay, that's the thing. It's like you need to get other people to talk about what's happening locally, because. You know, we get to see stuff that people like. And I love the stuff that Kimberly Chris puts out there. She, oh my gosh. Yes. yes. <laughs> Kimberly is pretty awesome. I got to meet her at one point and, um, you know, she, she told me a bunch of things and I shared things with her and she was, and we were just like, we're friends. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, this last election, we didn't agree on some people. um, Mm -hmm. And that was our first time. Okay, you know how you were talking about, Damien, about how you and Courtney, y'all have never disagreed. That hasn't happened yet. Well, on the show publicly. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So nice. Well, I mean, that's how it was for me and Kimberly um, until this election. And then... You know, she goes hardcore, I go hardcore, and, uh, you know, I definitely hurt feelings. And so- sometimes I do that. It's it's bad. I'm yeah. that bit of that, you know, of just, like, I'm super passionate saying what I think and not caring what how people feel or how it affects them. And then I'm like, oh, crap. And then I have to make amends, and that happened. And, um so we're we're trying to figure out, you know, how do we both get to say how we feel about our candidates without going too far or mm-hmm. hurting our friendship? And I think we figured it out, but that was a little bump. But um, totally respect, you know, everything that she puts out there, every everything she researches. I mean, geez, she's so smart. Um, and just a great resource to have in Midland. She is. So part of the part of what I'm always concerned about, Heather, is is that I tend to make this too Midland central centric. Uh, the focus is too much on on little Midland, Texas, because not so little anymore, baby. Well, not so little anymore. <laughs> People but, in Canada you know. know who we are. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'm. You know, I'm always concerned that that we spend I spend so much time talking about things that are in Midland, and I try to always make it. <laughs> if it is something about Midland, I try to broaden the topic to where it's a global topic or something that can be discussed in any town, anywhere. And so I'm I'm that's that's my only reason for not bringing on more Midland people to talk about Midland things. I think we should embrace it. I think there's enough people who have opinions about Texas and enough opinions about the United States that, like, why not just embrace the place that we grew up in that's near and dear to our hearts? 
because Midland is a little slice of it is represent representation of a a, a larger scale. Midland is not as like small town southern hokey doke as we like to make ourselves out to be. Like Midland is kind of very very rapidly developing like i feel like give it 10 years and midland is gonna be like an austin a san antonio maybe not 10 years because it's midland but give us some time (laughs) and midland is gonna be like an austin like a san antonio like a dallas like it is very rapidly changing and adapting to like the modern it is a a, almost a petri dish of modern day america like i really really do believe you know it's not just oil derricks and good old southern values like it is a little, it's a lot more complex than that it doesn't get the credit it deserves i miss that place Aww, <laughs> come back I, I do i want to <laughs> look when somebody opens a dave's hot chicken in midland texas i will go run it okay so just <laughs> but until that happens i'm i'm a little stuck okay all right so boys and girls i'm looking at the time <laughs> it is time. It is time for a poem. Is it? Yay! Well, did, do you have anything else to say about the show, Lori? Or well, I keep calling you Lori. Why you we're talking about, her Lori? Because we were talking about Lori Blong, and then for some reason, I just have Lori Blong on my mind because I have not properly researched her. So I'm like, I need to research Lori Blong. Okay. I apologize, Let me, Heather. Can I just say something about Lori real sure. quick? Um, because I did not, I did campaign against her in favor of Jerry Morales. Only because um, she was just so tight knit with Peyton these past three years. That's the thing, and I didn't know that. So when you said, so I'm sitting here in my head. I'm like, I need to research Lori Blanc. Who even? I always thought she was like center, almost center left. And now you told me she was mm-hmm. buddy buddies with Peyton. In my head, I'm like, I need to research this lady. No, she's <laughs> definitely not center left. Um, she's yeah, no, she's not. But. Um, I went to every single debate for this last election um, that there was in Midland with the exception of the Republican women's club or whatever that's called. Mm -hmm. Um, And what I respect about her is that she knows her stuff. Um, She, when questioned about decisions that she's made, she always had great answers for why they did it that way, why they had to do it that way, um, or things that she sees coming down the pipeline. Um, and she never hit below the belt. I feel like she kept the, her campaign positive. Um, she really, really impressed me. Um, but at the time, I'm already all in for Jerry, you know? I was a huge Jerry guy back when he first ran. That was one of the first campaigns I ever got to be involved with because I had just turned 18. I campaigned. I passed out signs. I went to events. I love the guy. Yeah, he's great. And I he did great things for Midland. And just coming from the past three crappy, crappy years, <clears throat> I, I just wanted to go back to something that we know, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but she won. And, uh, you know, good for her. And, you know, in case anybody in Midland is listening or she's listening or whatever, um, I do not plan on continuing to campaign against her as she as she is mayor. She, I do not intend to treat her like I did. Peyton, Peyton deserved every criticism he got. Oh, yeah. Um, and 
and I'll just say this for any other council member that is listening because they do when I get I get the messages um and they- <laughs> wait a minute you get messages <laughs> that other council members are listening to the show no I get oh I was so excited <laughs> I was just like wait a minute <laughs> wait what no. Josh Norman <laughs> I get messages um about city council members being upset with things I write on Facebook oh, um, Facebook like come on yeah. now <clears throat> Uh, oh yeah, that that happens all the time. At how thin-skinned these politicians are, and you would think the election cycle would toughen them up. And I tried to tell Amy Burks that as she was running this time, she's you know she was telling me like this is really tough, and she, it was because she went against Garrity. He was oh, he and his followers, you know, they were a little rough, um, but. Uh, I said that this is just the beginning. It doesn't end when you win and you're going to get criticized. You, there's no way you can make everybody happy. But um, the election cycle prior when Rob Nett was running, I went to talk to him after and I, I thanked him because he went against everyone else in city council and he voted to raise taxes so that we could pay our first responders more. And I just told him, thank you. I totally respect that. You know, you stood up for what you believed is right during an election year, knowing that it would look bad. But that is something that Midland desperately needs. We have got to get more police and firefighters here. And how are we going to do that when you are not paying them, when you're not recruiting them? So thank you for standing up for what was right. Um, And he said, I thought, I thought you hated me. And I'm like, Wait, first of all, how do you even know who I am? You know, like, and second, to think that I, that the stranger hates you. Why would I hate you? And he's like, well, because of COVID. It's like, no, just because I criticize, you know, certain decisions that y'all make or you vote on doesn't mean I hate you or, or I dislike you. I just, disli- I just disagreed with you that time, you know, um, and, you know, if, if stuff happens with Lori in the future or any other council member and I speak up against it, it's not because I don't like you or I hate you. It is not personal. Um, it's just we just disagree. And I have every right to say that as much as you did going up there and, and voting the way that you did. I mean, that's why you ran, you know. Um, so just stand tall on what, on what you believe in. The only person I disliked was Peyton. And yes, it was, it did feel personal because my husband worked at the hospital. My friends work at the hospital. I had friends who died from COVID. It felt very personal to, to go up there, to have my husband go up there and speak for myself, for, um, for the, uh, CEO of the hospital and, um, and another doctor to come and speak and for you to not listen to any of us, like you're supposed to quote, listen to the experts, you know, <coughs> but you didn't, you didn't care about anyone else. Um, and if, if, uh, how can you be a good mayor or city, city council person? If you do not care about your constituents, why are you there? So that's when it feels personal when, when you're in it for yourself. But I think um, all, everyone that's on city council, you know, that's coming up, 
I do feel like they're all public servants. Like they have servants hearts and, um, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to how they are going to improve Midland in the future. I, I don't like, honestly, that Midland is, you know, some people are trying to change it into bigger city stuff um, to add in stuff from Dallas or Austin, you know, Kit and I grew up here um, and we had great childhoods and we moved to Austin. I went to college there. And then once Kit graduated, we moved back to Austin and we loved it. But when we talked about raising a family, we didn't want to live in a big city. We wanted to move back to Midland and our kids have a small town. Um, so I'm not too keen on trying to change it into a big city. That's not what I moved here for. That's not what I stay here for. I, I want to go to the grocery store and, you know, say hi to everybody. And, you know, I, I want my kids to have opportunities to be involved in sports or whatever it is they want to be in and not have so much competition. Um, I just want that small town, you know. But, you know, just with like a few extra restaurants than what we had growing up. But, um so I'm just kind of keeping my eye on that uh, with the next three years, what the city council is going to do. Sorry, that was a big, long spiel. That's a see you. Now you understand how easy it is to go on rants. And this is what I do. So, so welcome to my world. <laughs> we are f wonderful. We are five minutes from an hour and a half. Would you guys like to forego the poem this week and just say recommendations? No. What? <laughs> The people have spoken. Poem us. Poem. All right. We want to react. All right. <clears throat> Anyways. All right, cool. So I wrote this at like 3 a.m. So how could it just have occurred to me 25 years on this earth and I just now realize how precious those 25 have been and how fleeting the next 25 could be. And more body on a planet. I am a spirit wandering a new and exciting plane, and I don't fool myself by thinking this is my first life. Likely, I am somewhere in the middle of my spiritual journey. Too old to be naive, still young enough to trust the promise. I want to cherish this. I will die someday, and I will never wake up Damien Crawford again. And how wonderful is he? He believes that love is the most powerful thing to exist. And restlessly, he yearns for it in all forms, familial, friendships, partners. The way that I think and love and bestow that love upon others is uniquely me. Today, I have decided I must cherish that. It is not my burden. It is not my curse. It is my blessing, my purpose. So I will stop looking for a deeper meaning in a sunset. And I will simply enjoy the colors dappled. I will simply enjoy the color dappled sky as night sets in my world but morning wakes another world up and I will cherish every conversation good and bad a chance to learn to grow and remember 25 years and counting but today December 31st 2022 I will cherish each day and stop counting the minutes in my life and instead I will live them and I will stop tallying the years and instead I will cherish them 25 in but so many more to go that's all Yay! Snap, 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 snap. All right, good stuff. 
I like a, a good deep, and I think that that's a perfect poem for, you know, for the end of the year. It's very reflective. Um, man. There's uh, your happy poem, Courtney. There's my happy poem. Um, man, it just makes me think about being 25. And <laughs> that seems like it was so long ago because it was so long ago. Uh, almost 20 years ago. <laughs> Yeah, you're old, but, bro. Uh, I know, I am. Um, but, you know, um, I think that when you view life, you have to view it from your own unique lens uh, because 25 years to someone who's never lived more than that is a long time. And when older people want to criticize someone who's younger, for only being younger, it's not really fair because that's all the life that they've lived. It's, and when you were at that point, you had that same viewpoint. So, uh, you know, while I can so many times, I'm just like, my God, he's just a kid. He's just a baby. He doesn't know. <laughs> uh, there's so much more life for him to live and so more, many more disappointments that he'll have. Uh <laughs> You know, I have to appreciate where you are and value you for, for where you are. Uh, I think that your poem is a good reflection of just that. Well, thank you. Heather? Uh, yeah, thinking back to where I was at 25, um, I just had my twin boys. Married, just bought a house, twin boys. Um. And no, it was good times. That was, that was a really good time. I didn't realize how good, you know, I wish I could go back. <laughs> yeah. 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 That, that, you know, that's the, that's the thing about it is when you're in those years, you don't realize how good those years are. And so uh, then, you know, you keep going through life and, and diff- have different experiences and, um, they always say, you know, it doesn't get any easier. I think that life gets more challenging in different ways. And you go back and you have that hindsight and you look at, oh, 25, my God, I would I would give anything to be 25 again. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think when, when I was 25, I experienced my first real relationship. And uh, it was it was just a, a really magical, special time in my life. Uh, to experience and know love. And as I, as we opened up the show, uh, you know, we were just talking about that lack of that, of having that experience now and what that feels like. So to go back and and to do it all again at at that age, it would just be mind blowing for me. So uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's that. Advice for a 25 year old. If you could go back and give yourself advice. Yeah. What would you um, say? What would I say to 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 twenty five year old me? Yeah. Um, I would tell me to 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 stop and smell the roses. I mean, that's one of the the advice that uh, Mr. Dan Gibbs. He was the former band director at Monahans for for years and years and years, and even now today, he he tells the directors that he works with to stop and smell the roses, to stop the grind 
and appreciate what you have and appreciate what you're doing. And that's something that I wish I had done more of uh, when I was younger, especially in that 25-year-old frame when I was trying to have this relationship and I was not appreciating the relationship for what it was. I was trying to make it to be to something that it never would be because that's not the, that was not the direction of the relationship. And so uh, rather than just appreciate it, I, I let it slip away and, and that's a regret, but that's something that I just didn't know at the time. So uh, yeah, stop and smell the roses. That's, that would be the advice I would give myself. Slow down. It's going to be there. Life is going to be there. For sure. So, Heather? Yes? So, now you know the, the next phase of this whole thing. Yes. It's recommendations time. Okay, Mike's going to be silly. Like, there's that's, no- fi- that's fine. You can be silly. Right. You don't have to have a serious recommendation, but it is that time, and since you are our guest, you get to have the first recommendation. Okay. So um, I'm going to go through the list, and I'll make it really quick. Okay, since the new year is here, um, a movie that I just rewatched and recommend to everyone is Britney Runs a Marathon, just because it's inspiring <laughs> and uh, totally relate to the body issues. Um and just setting the goal that other people think that is unattainable for you, but you do it anyway. And plus, Kit just ran a marathon. And so, oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, this is the silly part TV show, Sister Wives. I am obsessed. Oh my gosh. Okay, please tell me one of y'all watch this. My parents watch that, and I cannot. <laughs> I cannot with anything on TLC. <laughs> Okay, look, I've watched it on and off, like, you know, when, I don't know, I have not been a super fan or anything through the years. I think it's been on for like 11 years or something, maybe 14. I don't know. Um, But ever since Christine left him, I, it's gotten maybe a little unhealthy. My obsession's a little unhealthy, I'll admit, Um, because I joined like Facebook groups like, okay, I joined, like, four Sister Wives Facebook groups. Um, <laughs> and I'm, like, constantly checking for, like, sneak peeks to come. Uh, this guy, Cody Brown, like, and then I rewatched, I rewatched, I went back and I rewatched every episode um, to see how did they get here. Which, isn't that amazing to have, like, your life, half of your life documented and you can see where you started and where it all went wrong. Um, but because he's crazy. Like, he's a complete narcissist and doesn't care about anyone else. Anyway, whatever. Obsessed with the show. Someone please also follow it so that we can talk about it all the time. But <laughs> in the meantime, but like, I, you know, have my Facebook pretend friends that I've never met before and we talk about it. But also recommend another podcast when you're not listening to Wait What?, follow sister wives love should be multiplied not divided oh my gosh. um no seriously you guys even if you've never seen sister wives just go listen to one one episode from this podcast it is the funniest thing i've ever heard in my life it is a husband and wife duo who you know follow them or whatever um it is not safe for work do not listen where anyone <laughs> 
hear you or your kids learned that one the hard way. Um, yeah, totally inappropriate, but the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. So yeah, just recommend that because my life is very serious. Um, and I just need, I just need an escape. This is like my pretend life. You know, this is, this is like my stories, like my grandma used to have back in the day, you know? Um, I just, you know, I just need this to is, not mind. It's your, this is your, our summer of Marlena being possessed. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> and it's just so fun and ridiculous. Um, also recommendation, go to Outback Steakhouse. I worked there through high school and through college and after college. Um, but my favorite dessert in the whole wide world is the cinnamon oblivion. And it has been gone for 20 years and they just brought it back. And I don't know how long it is here to stay. I need you guys to go to Outback, order a Cinnamon Oblivion, write a letter to corporate and say, please keep this on the menu forever. Um, and then for entertainment, my sons and I are going to be performing in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory at Midland Community Theater. Um, the first weekend of February is when it opens. Um, and I just love the theater. I mean, Cordy, you were amazing and Othello. Um, Summer Mummers is so much fun, and I you better be coming back, right? I ability. Yes, you're coming. I back. would I would ASM again. That I really did enjoy that. Uh, it allowed me to it allowed me to to be in charge of something, but not have a lot of responsibility, and that's exactly what I needed in my life. <laughs> Come back, or and or, I think you would be a good villain. What do you think? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. I would. I would absolutely love being the villain. But um, Hiram is is incredible. I didn't realize how much fun he is. Like everyone that was involved in that show this past summer was just great. Well, we need two villains, so I think you should audition. April April is audition. So I'll just keep nagging you about that. And the last thing, advice um, for for anyone uh, thinking about what their resolution should be, um, get involved locally. Um, Go sign up and get people registered to vote um, or join a church. Go to a Bible study. Like that is so, so needed. And it should be more highly prioritized in our lives than we do. And last, um, get involved with a nonprofit. Figure out what is most important to you and get involved. For our family, it's fostering. So we were foster parents for six years. And uh, then I started a mentor program for um, the Basin Dream Center for Orphans. And Kit is now a CASA. And now we have just started a new ministry in our church um, that brings it all together so that we can help families who are currently fostering or who have already adopted. Um, but also, that also led me to helping out at the Crisis Center of West Texas, which helps um, uh, not just women, anyone who has been sexually assaulted. And that has been one of the greatest things I have done and want to continue to do. I think for me, 
my New Year's resolution is going to be just to reflect on all of the things I'm involved in, which is a lot. And I got really overwhelmed. Uh, and it all came to a head at Christmas time, to be honest. And I spent two weeks in my bathrobe doing nothing because um, I can't handle anymore. And so I'm just trying to reevaluate what is most important to me. And uh, that would be family and helping the fostering community and the theater. So figure out what's most important to you and do it. There you go. I love it. See, Damien, this is why I'm just, I'm just so just head over heels for Heather. She is a genuinely good person and she has a genuinely good heart. And uh, I love people who care and use their, their abilities to provide for other people. And that's who Heather is. That's who, who I've always known her to be even before I knew her. Uh, this is what, you know, I knew of her and just getting to know her. Uh, it's, you know, even more so. So uh, Heather, thank you so much for being on the show. Really appreciate you. I loved it. Cool. Well, great, great first impression and great recommendation. Seriously, enjoyed it thoroughly. Courtney, what is your recommendation? Uh, my recommendation. He's always not prepared for. <laughs> right, that I'm always not prepared for. Uh, my met recommendation is to make 2023 a year of doing um, for all those people who are just, you know, oh, I'll, I'm. I'm going to start this someday. I'm going to do this someday. I want, you, I want to tell you a little story about a friend of mine who always wanted to do a podcast. And he said that, oh, I'm going to start a podcast after I get some, some, some awesome recording equipment and I buy a new laptop and I get all this stuff and then I'm going to start a podcast and, and then it'll be great. And I was just like, no, bro, just do it. You have everything that you need. Just, just do it. And he did. And he, now he has two podcasts. I stopped and, people. People's canceled. <laughs> Wait, you stopped people? I don't have the energy for it anymore. I don't have a schedule for it. I don't have the energy for it. I just, I'm not in a place in my life where I can manage two podcasts. Wait, what is enough? Wait, what is a lot? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't got that in me. But still, I mean, it's, it's on the books. It's, it's there. It's it is on the books. People, 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 people. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you for that little subtle ref. And I think that's a great recommendation. Um, Yes. So go and do. Make this the year of doing. Um, Stop talking about it. Be about it. Uh, Do. Go help other people. Use your God-given abilities to make a difference and be, be the difference. You know, don't just talk about things that need to change. Be a part of the change. Be an active part. So that's my recommendation uh, for the people. Damien. My recommendation, okay, is that people recommend one Wait What episode to one friend who has never listened to it. Pick one Mm. episode that you think is quintessential of our show and recommend it to a friend you think would enjoy it. And I think every listener should do that. Find one episode of us that you enjoy, whether it's episode one, episode 18, episode 20, episode 27, and recommend it to a friend who's never heard it before. Nice. And and start being more interactive listeners. Y'all don't ever interact with us at all. 
this is true. This is facts. Like, or like, I should I, say, they interact with us individually, but no one interacts with us publicly. Yes, our Instagram is dead. What What do you want people to do? Comment on the Instagram, folks. Like, make comments, send us Q and A questions, DM us, recommend us to your friends, throw us on your story. Like, part of part of what makes it such a challenge every week or biweekly or whatever we decide to record. It's just coming up to things to talk about, like the what's on my mind thing. It's it's hard to talk about things that are on my mind because sometimes I just don't have things on my mind. But that would be a great opportunity to talk about the things that people want to talk about. So if if I'm given, you know, um, topics, then I can talk about whatever the topic is. I'm really good at that. I'm really good at that. Give me something right. to talk about, and I'll talk about it. But just coming up with something to talk about is a challenge. <laughs> Agreed. All right, we'll put poll questions on your Instagram, whatever, and I will click on it. I'll give you feedback. People will give you feedback. Awesome. Right on. Who would do that? On episode. And yeah, um, yeah I mean, great great into the year courtney and i'm excited to see for us to record 52 more episodes next year and <laughs> see where next year takes us and you know to me this is the official end of season one of of wait what what no matter what damien has put on there it's different season <laughs> this is this is the end of season one we're not at season two or season three. This is the end of season one. And uh, it's been fun. This has been really cool. And something that I've, it's always been a dream uh, to have a platform where I just talk. <laughs> but, uh, and I'm, I'm just, I'm really glad that I get to do this uh, with you, Damien, every week. And uh, there is no one else that I can, possibly imagine like every week having a conversation <laughs> with about just whatever yeah <laughs> sometimes same. the dumbest stuff ever but it's, <laughs> it's pretty awesome and again heather thank you again so much for being on the show and yeah, giving um a good wrap for the year right yeah on. it was amazing yeah. y'all are doing amazing if no one else is telling you that it i, I <laughs> I listen all the time, so keep it. Thank you. Awesome. Well, you guys have a wonderful New Year's Eve. Yes, I need to go around town and get more tea on everybody so I can go and spill all the tea here on the show. That needs to be be my my resolution. I'm just going to show up places with a notepad. Like, "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, (laughs) mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about that. (laughs) oh goodness well good Canadian people I'm glad that you're listening go forth and and box and make um, more maple syrup and all that kind of good Canadian things Uh, good citizens of, of, of the United States of America happy new years to you prosperous 2023 and do what Damien said. Share the show. Find us, find us new listeners so that we can start advertising for different products. 
<laughs> money. <laughs> Heather, don't you think that that's a good idea? Um, you know what? If you made this program about more local politics and stuff, you could get local businesses to advertise. We could have saved Graham's Pharmacy. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. But, but no, Damien doesn't want to doesn't want to monopolize monetize the show. Uh, what? Yeah, I'm trying to convince him. Y'all could have me. sold political advertisement time. Like, come on, you guys. Uh, but see, uh, see, that's a whole nother All thing. It's uh, one hour to the new year here, and we've been on this thing for an hour and so for 107 minutes. Can we? For the- yes, we. Yes, for the. Yes. <laughs> Twenty-five-year-old, this significantly younger person has a party to go to and things to do. I know, right? But I need no, to. I've also- honestly, I've honestly had a blast. I've been looking forward to this, but I, I'm also an hour ahead of you guys. <laughs> yes, I forget that part. You are an hour ahead of us, and and uh, it's not like I don't have. Like, my text messages have been blowing up with, where are you? Why are you not here? What's going on? So, uh, I, too, am am out the door. But uh, Good Citizens has been fun. And we'll see you in 2023. Yay. Excited for our first New Year. Yes. Until then, we're out. Bye. Bye. Bye.